Hi, I'm Kate McGee, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Doug today, and we'd love to share more about um, pilgrimage. So let's just jump right in. Um, Doug, what is pilgrimage? Well, good to be with you, Kate. You do a great job of, of hosting us. I appreciate you helping us today. Um, when we first started the church, one of the things we realized was we needed some way for people to learn more about the church, meet some folks, um, get a sense of our mission and where they might fit in with all of that. And so we started pilgrimage. So it's really kind of a, an onboarding into the church. It's uh, sometimes we think of it like the uh, the front porch or the, you know, when you're moving into a house or even the foyer, you know, it's kind of that first place where you come in and and meet folks. It's it's really been important for folks as a way of getting connected over the years. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what typically happens in a pilgrimage cohort? Yeah, you know, it's changed a little bit over the years, but still the core is, is the same. Um, one, I think the best thing is you get to know a handful of other people that are also exploring the church. Uh, you get to know a little bit about our, our vision, our mission, our values, how we're organized, um, uh, how we do spiritual formation. Um, it, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, it sounds like um, it sounds like it's a good place if you're curious about all souls and how they do how we do things. Yeah, and I think that's important because you you don't have to join the church when you take pilgrimage and people are on many different places on their spiritual journeys and some are kind of uh, wary of engagement with any kind of institutional religion and so i wouldn't have that put you off you're not making any kind of a commitment when you do that we'll talk in a, a bit there is a membership piece of it at the end but that's not really the goal you know so come on along if you just want to learn some more Doug, can you give us a snapshot of what some of the content will be covering in pilgrimage? Yes, um, really a lot of good stuff. Um, a big part of it, at least at the beginning particularly, is we talk about our, our vision and our mission. And we go back to Jeremiah 29, 7, which says, Seek the peace or the shalom or the well-being of a city. And then Isaiah 65, 17 to 25, which sketches out what shalom looks like when it comes into a city and uh, our church uh, by the time you're hearing this has moved into uh, the building on the corner of fifth and central and so we're in a rapidly changing very diverse neighborhood and so we'll talk a little bit about what it looks like for us to to try to seek the peace of that of that neighborhood um, one of the reasons why i think this part of the uh, pilgrimage is important is churches are like restaurants uh, you know all restaurants serve food um, but every restaurant serves a different kind of food and all churches you know worship Jesus and try to make him known but every church has a different kind of flavor and DNA it's like a snowflake that God has called them to be about and I think when you are assessing um, w whether or not a church is for you it's very important to put the work in on the front end to understand what is this church really trying to do and is that something I, I really care about? 
And we go, I would actually say that's one of the purposes of pilgrimage is it's almost like dating. If, if, the, if we're not the right church for you, there's 379 others in Knoxville and we can maybe help you find one. But it's, I don't want you to be here two years and then realize, oh gosh, I didn't know they believe that. Um, so we try to put it all out there on, on the front end so you know what you're getting into. Um, I also think it's, it, you know, we do talk about our doctrinal statement quite a bit in the class. And, you know, we have said that our approach to the doctrine is affirming the creed. And one of the reasons why is when we started the church, a Presbyterian church planted us, but we're not Presbyterian. And the pastor uh, recommended this because I wasn't the pastor at the time, but I came soon after because we didn't want people in the neighborhoods around the church to be turned off or reject anything other than Jesus. We didn't want a bunch of extra doctrinal positions that a denomination might have to get in the way of people coming to know Jesus. But, and I think it's important for, if you're listening to this, that you understand that this is unique because we uh, affirm the creed strongly and we love God's word. We live under its authority. We believe in its inspiration. But we understand that good Christians can disagree on just lots of very important doctrines. And so we try to live in a little bit of holy tension and talk about that as we work out our faith. But, and again, you need to understand this, and we'll spend some time on this. That means you're not going to hear a bunch of positions in our church or see them on our website about the major doctrinal issues of the day. And they'll be more gray in our congregational life than other congregations might be used to. And if you, if you need a church where everything is spilled out and pretty much everybody agrees on most aspects of the Christian life, we're not the church for you. Um, if you kind of like a place where there's a lot of openness to explore different ways to read Scripture and think about Scripture, all centered around the core of the gospel, well, come on, take a look. That's great. Doug, one of the things that we talk about in pilgrimage is collaborative communication. And we'll go into a much deeper dive, obviously, during pilgrimage. But um, can you give us a high-level view of what that is and what a pilgrim could expect to to take from it? Sure. No, that's a really that's a really important question because, again, when when a church affirms the uh, the creed and says that's our core. Um, it allows for a lot of diversity outside of that core. And when I say that, I'm not saying, no, nothing else matters, doesn't matter what you believe. Oh, no, no, we, we believe the Bible is inspired, authoritative. We're not saying it doesn't matter. But we're saying good Christians, reasonable Christians can disagree on a lot of very important things. And at All Souls, that's okay. The other piece of that is a lot of people at All Souls are just kind of figuring it out. They're not sure what they believe or they're doing something we call deconstruction that leads to reconstruction. It's like taking uh, the things off the flannel graph that you had when you were a child and, and you ask, is this something that uh, I still believe? And people are kind of figuring out what to put back on the flannel graph. So if you have a, a church community with that much diversity going on, you you need to learn to talk about 
the differences in a way that's healthy and respectful and not just always, you know, sort of conflict. And so collaborative communication is a, a set of practices that we, we talk about and we learn that help you listen, help you uh, be curious, uh, help you have substantive conversations about things that matter without it kind of ending into a hostile, conflictual relationship. So we kind of model that a little bit during the class. And I think that's a really unique part of it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I also would love to just mention that during pilgrimage, we um, share resources that are available within our body that as a regular attender, you might not know about. Um, So we have a a session or two where um, some of the shepherding team, which is like the leadership uh, group at All Souls, they come in and share the different activities that the church is involved in. And um, we also kind of show you where and how to access the website and other um, items like the church directory, which are very useful. Um, Doug, after pilgrimage, am I a member? (laughs) No, good question. And to go back to the last question before I answer that, it's, it's almost like a user's, Pilgrim is almost like a user's guide or a user's manual to this wonderful computer, you know, all the different pieces to it. And I don't know about you, but I never read the user's guide and then I totally goof up and I never use the full potential of the, the laptop. And uh, Pilgrimage really helps you uh, kind of maximize the resources in our, in our church. Uh, in terms of are you a member, what happens is if you want to join, we have a Sunday where uh, we go through vows before the congregation and you join. And so you can if you want to. There's not a lot of pressure there. It's inter- uh, it's, if I could comment on that just for a, for a minute, I've wondered about membership over the years. Um, you know, there's a couple of ways to think about being in, in a church. You can You can think of a church as a bounded set and you define who's in and who's out by if you believe these things you're in and if you don't you're out that's one of the ways churches do it another way is is called a centered set and in that if you're moving towards the center which for us is jesus you're in (laughs) and if you're moving away from the center you don't want to be in we're more of a centered set church because we have people on all sorts of different uh, levels and places on their journey. So we just kind of say, come on along. There's this passage in John 1 where the disciples go to Jesus and they kind of say, who are you? And he says, come and see. That's what pilgrimage is. That's a lot of what we do is you may not really know everything that you believe and you might be a little wary, but come and see. So why have membership at all then? You know, there's not like a verse in the Bible that says, Thou shalt join a church. Um, after the pandemic and that began in 2020, um, I saw the value of having membership. And this will sound a little bit crass, but I'll just say it. I didn't know what to do and how to care for people. And we only had limited resources. And so I went to the roster of members and those became the people that I called, that I texted, that I told other people to check in on. And that's how I that's how I knew who our flock was. And there was something very valuable about that. 
Um, and I, I, I actually think psychologically and spiritually, there's value in saying, I make a commitment to these people in this place at this time. There's a monastic principle called stability. And the monastic movement were monks that went off to live in community. And uh, the vow of stability is something that they take when they join a monastery where they, they say, I'm committing my life to these people in this place. And we, of course, aren't asking you to become a monk or commit your life when you join our church. But there is a principle here. And it's interesting to read the monastic writings about this vow because what they say is, the messiness of committing to normal, human, boring, frustrating people over time is very good for your spiritual growth. Mm. Most monasteries uh, have a graveyard uh, at the front, and that's on purpose because the idea is that when you join it, that's the only way out. <laughs> and I don't at all want to say that that's what we're doing as a church because you can certainly get out. Um, but the principle of I'm committing to these people in this place at this time, I think is really good for spiritual growth. Um, we talk a lot more about what it means to make a vow as a member in pilgrimage. So if you have any questions, that will definitely be covered during, during that time. Well, Kate, I, I know you've been relatively new to the church in the last few years. Did, now, did you take pilgrimage? I did. Yep. What was your experience in it? I found um, taking pilgrimage was, well, I knew it was the, the next right step for me because I felt a calling to be a part of this church. I knew the Holy Spirit was working in my life and that was, this was the place that, um, God was going to do that work in me. So I knew that, you know, joining in that community of believers was the next right mm -hmm. thing to do. And so I signed up and came to the first week and enjoyed snacks and meeting new people. Um, but as the time went on and we learned more about collaborative communication and um, the creed and the mission of the church and the heart for the this city downtown, um, I just became more aware of of my role in this body and who I was, you know, doing the work or liturgy with. So it was incredibly valuable. I have um, very strong relationships that came out of that. I think it was a six week um, cohort of pilgrimage at that mm -hmm, time. But mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, incredible bonds were built and I also came away understanding more about the community that I've committed to. Mm -hmm. Very good. You know, we've been, we've been talking about how you grow spiritually and uh, a church being uh, an important piece of, of, of that, an important tool, important container. And again, you know, for you, that might be five people in a, in a house. You know, there are lots of churches can look many, many different ways. But whether it's us or another church, really think that that is important. One of the things that I've, I've learned is that the church is relationships. And uh, it doesn't matter what the, necessarily what the preaching's like or the worship's like. That's all important. What the mission's like. People stay in churches when they're connected to people that, care for them that they care about that they miss when they're they're not there 
And uh, at All Souls, pilgrimage is the best way to begin that relational uh, journey. And I've noticed that folks that go through pilgrimage make those connections. Sometimes it turns into a small group. They're there in a couple of years. Folks that don't generally are not. So it's, it's the channel, the funnel, the, the access into deeper, richer community in our body. Wow, Doug, this is really exciting to hear more about pilgrimage. And I think this sheds some light on um, a word that we kind of throw around and talk about. But is there anything else we should know about pilgrimage? Well, this is kind of a more of a, a 10,000 foot answer, kind of a meta answer, but I do want to just briefly kind of address that. I mean, it, we live in a in a day today where um, people's spiritual growth is not always connected with involvement in a local church. And lots of reasons for that. You know, the church has done a lot of, it's behaved badly in Western history. For <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why people are over the church. Um, but churches are also pretty special. And the way I read scripture, the church is, is God's plan A, and I don't really see a plan B. And I think if you want to grow spiritually as a Christian, you need to be connected with a church church. And that could look lots of different ways. I'm not trying to be all legalistic and say you need to be there every time the doors are open. That's not true. But I, I think being a part of a church is key to growing as a Christian. So this is a way to help you see if we're a church for you. Thanks, Doug, for all this information about pilgrimage. Um, it's, it's definitely a worthwhile endeavor. Come and join us for pilgrimage. Sign up on the website or look down at the show notes for instructions on how to get signed up. But this is a very important thing and we want you to be a part of it.